we're live. Not live, but we're live-ish. We were talking about compressors. And yeah. dude asked me what a compressor was, and I said, for in relation to sound, it is, if you're super loud, it will bring kind of the uppermost boundary down, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Good for um, just equalizing all the noise. Yeah, I watched a similar amount of loudness. Mm -hmm. I was watching a, just a YouTube thing about, somebody told me about these filters and stuff, um, because sometimes I'm typing on my keyboard and uh, it will come through and I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's a way to prevent that. And there's like, oh yeah, you can put a filter on there, which cuts in the mic at a certain amount. And then it'll also um, like cut out at a certain time too, sort of thing. Uh, but then mm -hmm. there's also talking about compressors and I was like, oh, that's cool. And so I watched a YouTube video and the streamer is like, oh, if you ever get like a headshot or something, you freak out, it doesn't just like destroy someone's ears, right? Cause it will kind of equalize it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I, I know like, like the radio just compresses the shit out of everything on it so really? that everything's the same loudness. Yeah, which is why if you listen to a song on like a record, they have way bigger dynamics. Mm, I guess that um, makes sense. So like if you if you listen to like um Dark Side of the Moon or or especially some of those older like really really well produced albums, if you listen to it on a record, uh it's all, the, there's certain things that will sound really quiet. Be like, oh, I need to turn it up, and and you'll realize that it's almost like designed that way so that you turn it up so that when they go loud, it goes super, super loud. Right. It's kind of annoying. Whereas with, yeah. Whereas with with, well, I don't know. I I like it because it it means you can add volume as a dynamic in your music, right? So you can right. go from quiet to really loud, like you would in if you're playing live, like a crescendo. Um, yeah, or like you can't you can't pick up on those volume-based dynamics. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's also true of like um, symphonic music, right? Or, or like if you have an orchestra, they can go from being very quiet to very loud. And so they have so much power that they can evoke. Hmm. And that's hmm. totally lost in, in the ra on the radio or when you compress it all. And because then the quietest noise will be just as loud as the loudest noise. Can you record without compression and then and then like it would that just that would just probably make the file size a lot bigger or how does that work no you can um and i i think generally when people record they'll they'll put compressors on each instrument so that like depending on how much compression you want but um generally volume isn't used very much in dynamics anymore just because you can't translate that to radio mm -hmm. and you can't translate like most people don't want that right <laughs> um and and it would be nice if they included that in so t like television um commercials are always louder right right commercials are always louder than the uh, like the actual content <laughs> hmm. um so they should really be putting compressors on all that stuff too so you could, like equalize you equalize it all right very interesting Got to do a quick shout out to a buddy back in Kelowna Jesse listens to the podcast I said I shouted him out on another episode, but I couldn't figure out where, so I said I would do it again. He uh, he really wants to meet you, Jude. He he's a really interesting dude, back home, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, ever since that firework in the bat story, I need to I need to chill with this dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, he's a good he's a good guy. I'm, I'm done all the time. He's a uh, he's a thought provoking individual. You know, when you hang out with him, it's not just the same old 
same old crap that you talk about, which is really awesome. Nice. Yeah, That's yeah. The kind of individual I like to like to talk with. Hear that, Jesse? <laughs> Set you up a That's date right. with Jude next time he's in town. We have a mandate, and we'll talk about <laughs> ideas. Yeah, exactly. Maybe even do a little <laughs> guest sponsorship. When are you? When are you coming back to Clone? Actually, I'm not sure. Um, for a while yet. Yeah. Because everything's still kind of crazy, and on I got experiments like crazy. So yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. For a bit, I have no plans as of right now, but mm-hmm. we'll hopefully be heading in the back. Around Christmas time, maybe. Christmas, yeah. And we should do another uh, well, another little trip, maybe depending on what things. Yeah, are like. that would be cool. That'd be, that or, so much fun. Actually, yeah, I might, I might make it out in the summer. Yeah, that would be nice. It's too bad you're not like in Manitoba or, or the, you know, that does may or may not exist. <laughs> when it's not like it's like a giant drive, you know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I kind of got to fly. Yeah, I want to just like getting out of Ontario is such a huge drive. Yeah, I have a person i know that um is going to bike across canada so starting in victoria is going to go all the way to halifax in two months yeah yeah pretty pretty insane that's amazing yeah that is insane that is his dad can't uh, imagine biking like through the mountains i know or like you hit like a patch of rain or or something like (laughs) and like on the prairie isn't there like there's some like pretty long stretches without anything you know like or anything yeah like sometimes you go like 150 kilometers without like seeing our town you know or like yeah I, I guess just as big of of a feat as the actual doing doing the cross-country bike is the logistics figuring out how often and where you're going to be able to get food and i think you know. his plan is that he's mostly going to be camping like for wherever you can, so he'll right. have the materials to at least not die, like by the elements, you know. Right. Yeah. I guess you got like a big backpack. You got a bunch of like bars and stuff. Yeah, and and he's probably gonna have like a saddle or something that will like strap over the back tires, you know. But it it still raises a good point. Like, and I guess I guess if you go like the expensive route, which is probably what I would try to do, and just get a bunch of like mountain meals, you know, like astronaut food, where it's just like, hey, mm-hmm. this is like this is like four weeks of like. She hits the fan stuff, you know. But I guess another thing too is like if you're on one of those main roads, which again would be a nightmare to drive or like bike on, especially when you're going across the prairies, you're seeing the same freaking landscape for like a million hours. Like um, half of it. Honestly, yeah. if I was gonna do that, I wouldn't go across Canada. I'd go through the states. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'd go like down and then go through all of each state because they at least have some diversity. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, man, that's a lot of prairie. And the roads aren't exactly like, like the well, you drove them with me, you know, they're not yeah. exactly the most well because the the weather here is so up and down, and they can't just maintain all of them like that. So it's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, it sounds like day after day of like having semi trucks plow past you, like and dodging potholes. <laughs> I don't pothole know. simulator twenty twenty one. But I'm super excited to see yeah. how his journey is and like uh you know he said his dad did it like many years ago and so and obviously I know people that have done like Saskatoon to like Kelowna and that kind of stuff I don't know why that's so popular but apparently right. it is so it's definitely possible and it's just uh just wow like kudos you know like I'm I'm so excited for him I'm just like man that's that's insane like once you get to like that 
like even probably like Ontario to like Halifax, like that whole stretch would be pretty sweet, I think, you know. Yeah, totally. That's even man, that is just Ontario to Halifax would be so long. Yeah. Even the the bike ride up the mountains, like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, like just for me to get to Ottawa, I've never been to Ottawa because it's too long of a drive. <laughs> like so to bike, man. I mean, to see if he wants to stay at my place when he when he drive bikes through, pretty cool. Yeah, like, dude, he survived the prairies. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm gonna try to go in. Yes, where? Yeah, like June. Whereabouts are you in Saskatchewan? I think I'm kind of like in the middle. Okay. Um, kind of towards. Look at a map real quick. Yeah, I'm almost like dead smack. Well, in the middle of like the. The popular part because it, it basically goes the border then like regina and then saskatoon and then above okay. that is like prince albert <clears throat> and what about like east west are you in the middle pretty much i'm more west than i am east um okay. maybe 40 percent like west uh, or sort of, uh 40 percent into the map i'm west <laughs> i got 60 percent right. east to go um and it's a long road to winnipeg <laughs> Yeah. Damn, even Winnipeg to like flat road. Holy Thunder Bay to Ottawa would be like a bazillion years probably. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, because I I've never been to Thunder Bay or Ottawa, which <laughs> so pretty far. Well Thunder Bay is guess, like almost another continent. I think that's, away. that's also because I'm right, that's also because I'm very south. So yeah. I, I don't know what um, route you take through Ontario well the distance from Toronto yeah. at least on the map from Toronto to Ottawa you've got at least five times that amount from Toronto to Thunder Bay so that's that's like oh, that's quite a while that's and really far. you've kind of messed with my brain ever since you said uh, you know the maps are like kind of hard to judge based on that I was like damn it so I can never truly really trust like how much you know it is now but yeah that's true it's, although um, I think um in like the middle where well because you kind of keep to the southern more parts of the provinces i'm guessing um it's pretty accurate I would yeah think. like you have to get pretty north before the land starts skewing like that mm -hmm. dude maybe that's what we should do is like when this whole covid thing is over maybe i'll fly to like toronto or ontario and then we'll like road trip but through the states yeah that would be fun i think That'd be fun. Buy like an RV That'd or something. Like 40 hours or something. Sounds something about like right. I mean, yeah, if, if you're really you hustling. Through, you can pass through so many cities and well, states. I mean, Chicago would be a bunch cool. Of states. Yeah, Chicago's pretty sick. I've been Dude there. Falls. Damn. Um, yeah, we would pass like through Niagara mm -hmm. and going south. We go to Detroit. <laughs> Probably past, yeah. Just really quick, just floor it. <laughs> a flow. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. As you go west, then what do you hit? I I do not know American states like at all. Well, you got like Wyoming or Montana, which is like below, like Montana's right below uh, Saskatoon. Or if you go kind of like be, uh, lower, you'd go to Colorado. 
So it kind of goes like Montana, Wyoming, or Colorado, then like Utah, Idaho, still Montana, and then Washington, Oregon, Nevada. Right. right. Yeah, it'd be cool to get, it would, I guess, go lower than like get to, I don't know, California and then up. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to do like kind of the, so go like Toronto, which is like up here, and then go like all the way down to like, like Phoenix, Arizona, almost hit up like San Diego, LA, you know, Sacramento, yeah, like that whole coast. Oh, that would be oh, so cool. Yeah. yeah, the Oregon coast. That would be a Oregon long. Coast. That would probably be like quite a few. Yeah, days. I'd take like a week. That would be so much fun. Be a lot of driving. Yeah, be sweet if you That's could different. get like a like. Have you seen those like van life things, like the Mercedes Sprinters, just like pimped out with like camper style? You know, that would be like the yeah. ideal thing. You take like a month and just kind of be like putter around every single city. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want to kind of do that. I um, think said with jujitsu, hit a bunch of gyms yeah. around the world. That'd be sweet. That would be really cool. That being said, like even our little road trip from Sask like Saskatoon to DC. Um, was enough to make me kind of like feel like a slob. Like you, I you realize how hard it is to stay healthy as a trucker. Yeah. When you eat nothing but McDonald's and drive, like you're using no calories. And like I guess, <laughs> and yet it's mind. still it's still exhausting. It's yeah. still exhausting, right? It's oh, like I know. A different type of exhaustion. And it's weird because even as the passenger or like the driver, you're both still like like the passenger. You're freaking out because you don't know what the hell the driver's doing, and the driver's freaking out because you're driving the goddamn vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually funny. Speaking of which, Jesse, uh, the guy just shouted out. Um, he is from like Winnipeg, sort of thing. So he's done that drive before in like one day, just coffeeed up. I was like, dude, Damn. you're going to die. Little, like, you can't do yeah, that. <laughs> but I think, like, if you were to do the, like, you could, like, I don't know. Because you could obviously make healthy foods for the road, right? Um, especially if you, like, planned it yeah, around there's that. Yeah, there's a healthy way to do it. But, you know, when you, when like, you fly in the night before. Stop and, yeah. Yeah. I think if we really took our time, we could also, like, find, like, hiking trails along the way. Like, yeah, make, definitely. Like, like make it like a hiking trip too well i mean you can make like a week out of it i'm sure there'd be like yeah well it'd probably take a week regardless but maybe like a week and a half or two weeks out of it and just like incorporate hiking into like incorporate regional parks as you go Mm -hmm. or national parks yeah but then then it's kind of just like okay you know you're going down there for christmas but then you got to take like an extra three weeks off to yeah, do like yeah, your yeah. whole like thing or whatever, right? So it's it's definitely like one yeah, of those of things course. where it's like yeah. it's like if you're in the mindset of just getting there, that's all you want to do. It's just like okay, let's just get there, right? If you're in the mindset of like oh let's like go and explore, then it's like okay, that's like the trip, right? Like that's part of it. And I have a very tough time yeah, sometimes, true. like even even when we were like in Banff um, for that one night or whatever, Lake Louise, it was just like like oh this is sick, but, you know, it's like okay, we're not really here, we don't really have enough time to do stuff. So it's like let's just get on the road and just ship it out. Yeah, true. I'm still glad that we did that semi ghetto river wash off though. That was pretty cool. River rivers roll around in the river. I was thinking, man, like <laughs> uh it would have been so much like like we waited so long and so many people showed up. We're just like, oh we should have just done it right away. Like it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. <laughs> it really wasn't, no. The analysis paralysis. That's right. Just do it. 
So, anything new and exciting? Um, not really. Um, yeah, moving on to new experiments. Yeah. Nothing really crazy going on around here. How do you Weather's really nice. Yeah, same. Well, yesterday it snowed, so it wasn't nice, but, um, <laughs> my car, my car, like, I am notorious for having a dirty car because normally like my nissan i don't know if you remember that old crap thing um but it wasn't worth me putting money into washing it because like like every single time i'd spend 13 dollars, it was like a significant percentage of the car's value so it was just like why, <laughs> why am i doing this um right. but you know i got like a nicer car now it's like not new by any stretch of the imagination but it's still like it got so dirty because i didn't wash it since my drive back from like that and then um it just like i live like on the road so like all the buses and stuff just kick shit up all the time and then i was like okay i'm gonna wash my car this week and it was like super sunny and i should have done it then because then i would have had one day of like nice car but then yesterday i was going to uh, my uncle's and i was like i don't want to i don't want to like bring his property value down by parking his muddy truck or car in front of his house (laughs) i was like yeah let's just give it a wash of course it was like snowing and shit so it's like already dirty but felt good to, it's so satisfying man when you're when you're in a high pressure wand wash and you're just like seeing all the dirt just like melt off you're like whoa yeah that's pretty cool i remember uh when i was a kid going to wash like going to like the car wash with my dad i, I guess i must have been like six or seven or something yeah and he gave he like he's like oh you want to try washing the car with like the like manual car wash yeah um i was like yeah he hands me the thing and I, I like pointed at the car. I didn't realize it had so much pressure because I was a kid. I shot it and it blew me back onto my back. <laughs> and I remember crying and my dad was like trying not to laugh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're ruthless, man. They're uh, like not only yeah, are they, they strong, of, but they also. A lot of volume comes out of that. And, and like they have like they have two modes on and then like really on. So it's like as soon as I put the money in, it was like spraying. I was like, oh shit, like I'm getting soaked my shoes like um and and man they're they're ruthless in the pricing too like as soon as you swipe the card and it's approved the timer starts going whether you have something selected <laughs> yeah. or not you're just like whoa and i was trying to figure it out i'd never been there before right so i was like my card got like like it didn't swipe for like 15 times so i was like oh, okay maybe this is broken so i went and like found a bunch of change like started putting change in and as soon as it registers like a drop it's like ticking and you're just like you're like man by the time i've finished putting my change in i've already lost half the fucking car wash like <laughs> yeah yeah, those things are just, just go. But it was pretty, pretty satisfying. I gotta say, like, especially like, I don't know, unfortunately for that family of birds that I had murdered on, <laughs> on the drive back, I had finally washed the feathers off my car. So it was uh, nice to see that finally, finally cleaned up. There's a whole subreddit for that power washing porn. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Usually it's on like cement though. Yeah. Usually. Um, just so satisfying. Something about that, like smooth. I don't know removal and well, and uh, being able to like watch the progress too. Mm-hmm. It's just like a. I find it so interesting, like how your, how like things. Okay, so like this is actually an interesting topic. So like how things um, build up slowly over time, you know. But like, like for example, cement. Um, you like you see it being clean. You're like, whoa! I didn't even know that was like a color. You know, like I didn't even know that. Like, that cement didn't necessarily look dirty to me, you know, until you did that and just, like, removed, like, I don't know how many years of just, like, dirt. And I have this, like, cactus here 
right? And I it's right beside my my desk, like right beside my computer, and uh, I see it every single day, right? But but there's tremendous growth that's happened on it, right? Like it's constantly growing, but you don't really. It's just like it's kind of like magic, you know? How it's just like you look at it every single day, but you don't really notice like that it's actually changing quite a bit which is so cool about time lapses like i wish i had a time lapse just on the cactus and just be like whoa yeah that would be that would be chill maybe i'll set that up i do have a camera my favorite is like watching uh mushrooms on time lapse yeah mushrooms are freaky do such cool stuff have you seen uh like beer on time lapse oh dude beer like 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 the fermentation yeah Yeah. because sometimes it can take like so when i made my batch of beer and i went on one i did through a kit through that northern brewing which was really good i'd recommend it to anybody that wanted to start it out give you everything that you need um but the thing about beer is that it's not like a perfect thing like sometimes depending on your location or where you have it stored like uh in a carboy or whatever um the fermentation could be like really quick or it could take like a few days right and i guess like my fermentation was so fast like it was probably done within um like i put the yeast in and then once it like so once you put like the yeast into the the thing and you've so you've like boiled the the beer you've made like your beer tea essentially what it is it's like all the barley or whatever the wheat and then you basically make a tea which smells like crap and uh put it into a giant carboy and you just seal it put a little air airlock filter on it and then you add the yeast to it and then it just sits there and between that time and like whatever else it turns into beer and right. that period can either be really quick or really not quick. And I thought I like ruined mine because like, I was like, man, nothing has changed. And then I like one day I was like, okay, I'm just going to like open it up and take a look. And all of a sudden it was just like, like it, it had changed so fast. And like, I didn't, cause I was looking at it like maybe every hour and I was just like, oh, I'm so excited. Da, 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 da. And then over a the couple of days I was like, man, I don't know what the hell's happening, but I guess it like between one of those hour gaps, it totally did the whole fermentation thing. It was just like up and down. And I was like, whoa because it yeah. it came out and it was like 4% or whatever and I was like that is insane like I must have missed it completely. Oh yeah, I guess it, it it's like a slow build up and then it just happens really quickly. Well, it could be. Like some some people like you can actually see the progress over a couple of days, right? But this one it right. just so happened it was like boom it boom. It depends on the wheat or the yeast too. Yeah, it's it depends on everything. Yeah, it probably has to do with like yeah. temperatures, the yeast, right, temperature. the amount, the you know the amount of bacteria if there's any like that kind of stuff like it was really really cool process right. to me if i if i had like a ton of money like i would i'd have like so many little projects you know just like oh this is like my homemade little beer thing over here and this is over here and mm-hmm. it'd be so cool to have yeah that'd be dope probably just be like your dad <laughs> a, million, <laughs> a million things so many yeah i know my dad and his brothers had like a still when they were younger yeah i know someone They'd in my make, family was like yeah oh my dad had a figured out where he would get a bunch of like wine mash like the stuff they would use to um i guess like the leftovers for making wine right like all the mashed up grape stuff like the shake distill that yeah damn and apparently it made delicious like it was like really sweet when you when you do that, is it is it a specific type of alcohol or is it just called moonshine? Like is that just what everybody just calls moonshine? Uh moonshine is like specifically whiskey. Oh, okay. Um a- any hard alcohol has been has t- distilled. Right. I think. I don't think there's any natural process that can get you above like fifty percent. 
Gotcha. Um, actually, even that's even that's probably way too high. Um, so like, yeah, vodka and whiskey and um, uh, rum. other <laughs> rum. Just yeah, throwing stuff um, out there now, Scotch. No, I'm just trying to. Th- just trying to th- think of like a specific one for some reason. I said vodka. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Keep up. Gin. That's what I was trying. I was for some reason trying to. I don't know why I was specifically wanted to mention gin. It's because I got a bottle of gin. That's the. But um. Yeah, it's all been distilled. Hmm. What is gin distilled and, uh, with? Pine trees. Yeah, uh, juniper. I think. Oh, so it's, it's not, basically not like that a far fir off. tree kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It is. It's like. It tastes like a pine tree because it's basically a pine tree. What kind of gin did you get? Is it like the Empress gin? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, is it, I, is I it got purple? it forever ago. Oh. It's just like the only alcohol that's in my house right now. Oh, I see. Yeah, you don't drink very often, eh? <laughs> no, pretty much never. Yeah. It's kind of events only, but there hasn't really been any events, so... <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've been up and down. Um, Took a few weeks off, three weeks to be exact, and then a little bit of a party, a little bit of this, and then, I don't know. Kind of, I don't really feel like the need anymore, but I do like, I do like, like a nice glass like whiskey every so you know, like on a Friday night. Mm. Like if I feel like I've done a lot of things, I'll be like, man, you know, I deserve a little, little glass of whiskey. Yeah, I have not drunk enough hard alcohol to like any kind of it, <laughs> um, because like you have to kind of build that up. Yeah, I mean, I'm also convinced right? that nobody really ever likes whiskey it. Takes practice. <laughs> Like, yeah maybe no i don't think so i think i think people that drink it enough it's kind of like spicy food it grows on you over time yeah and uh and because it's uh really high calorie right um alcohol is the same cal- caloric density as sugar so mm-hmm. you drink alcohol like your body's going to start to associate it with those calories and start to to learn to like it um i think that's how it works for beer too like i never liked beer until oh yeah beer i love beer started to like beer over time because it's high calorie yeah um and even still, like now, the the beers that I like tend to be the really high calorie, darker beers. Yeah, that's really like so light good. Beer. I I like yeah. all sorts of beer to be honest. Um, even like like I would say there's not a single beer. There's there's one beer that I ever poured out, and it was it was so much like a wine, and it wasn't even beer. It's like it was beer with a label that said "Do not put in the fridge," and like it was twelve percent. <laughs> so it was like it was like a oh. port wine or whatever, and and that okay. i was like this is just tastes like boat gas like this is going down the sink and that was the only one yeah, i ever I would, really poured out i wouldn't enjoy a beer of any kind that wasn't cold yeah that's like, i'm a bit weird in that aspect too like <laughs> i also just don't really care that much like all my bubbles i just keep <laughs> in the shelf back here and I don't know, oh yeah <laughs> um, mm. but beer is definitely better cold i'll definitely agree with that i think the darker it goes the more tolerable it can be not cold but um, the one thing right. that like yeah. I hate about whiskeys and scotches and all that kind of stuff is like it's like the price does not like it, it's kind of annoying because like I've got some expensive whiskeys and scotches and stuff like that like some of the stuff that you tried um, at that hotel or whatever it's like yeah. and fair enough like you you haven't tried a whole bunch so like it all kind of tastes like shit to you I've tried quite a bit and like I'm <laughs> I can kind of like taste I don't know some things like I definitely like certain ones other than others but I almost always prefer like a nice cheap bottle versus like a $200 bottle like like the ones I'm just like this doesn't taste any different or it doesn't like I don't understand why the price is so much higher you know it's not like the quality of the ingredients like I don't know like I don't get it just the name 
Yeah. Kind of annoying. It's just like, how much can you make it taste like an old wooden chest? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's how much it costs. <laughs> yeah. The closer you get to like a barrel. If it's if it tastes like it's been sitting in your grandfather's chest of drawers for like 150 years, that's a good that's scotch. An expensive bottle right there. Yeah. <laughs> or even if you just serve it and it looks like it's in a nice old thing, then it then it's uh, also, yeah, that's yeah. right. Like the more they expensive the, the more expensive uh you get, the more like like articulated the box is. Like you'll get like some someone's like an actual like wooden box. <laughs> it's just like man, this is. Come on, marketing. It's the same as like Apple, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like my favorite whiskey right now is Basil Hayden's, and it's like a $40 bourbon. And it's just like, man, this stuff I could drink any day of the week. But you get to like some of the more expensive stuff, and it's just like, man, I don't know if my tastes just aren't 100% there yet, but like I just don't even want to drink this because like I don't know if I can even afford, like I can't even afford to test out if I like this or not because it's like I can't taste that yeah. kind of stuff. I think um, part of it is because it's like the price doesn't necessarily track quality. I mean, it's kind of like clothes, right? Like they, yeah. it tracks quality to a certain point, and then as soon as you hit like those like designer stuff, it doesn't track anymore. Yeah. Um, and it can actually go down, right? Now you're just paying. You're not paying for quality anymore. You're paying for something else. Very and true. A lot of the time, with some of those, some of those um, whiskeys, you're paying for history, or you're paying for the name or the bottle or the. I'm sure in some cases you're paying for quality, but really like what, what influence can you have at a, at a certain point where like more money is better? Cause I like, what are they doing to it? Yeah. It has to, it has to be something that just takes a really long time, I guess, or something that's, you know, like at the end of the day, what, what does it cost to produce mm -hmm. whiskey? It's probably not going to range that big. And I guess I guess the, the cost that ranges in the store. Yeah. And the rarity of all of it too, like some of these whiskeys are like twenty years old, right? So it's like, okay, so mm -hmm. that that is inherently gonna have a value, especially if the person that made it is like now famous or some crap like that, you know. So it's like, okay, I guess maybe that makes sense. It's like expensive because of all that. Right. But oh, it's interesting. Yeah, well I think um it's like one of the most expensive wines or I don't know, there's a bunch of different ones, but I think it's the one of the most expensive wines is from this collection that was found in like a buried ship that was like it was made for like the king of some country and the the shipment got sunk and so it was gone for like over a hundred years and then somebody discovered it and now the bottles are worth like a couple hundred thousand each and it's it's like who knows if there's if the drink is any good and no one's even going to drink it yeah um, they're just going to keep around or yeah that um there's a he's a I don't remember who it is, but there's a really famous president, U.S. president, that had wine, that made wine. Hmm. And it's like a really popular thing to have it in your collection, but apparently it's not very good and nobody ever drinks it. It's just like, this is the George Washington wine. Right, you know? right. That's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's like, I mean, who, like, he doesn't know shit about making wine. It was just his crop. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> probably one of the. Face on it the best balls to collect because like for example i bought like some nice wines for clients and stuff like that and like i'm always just like man i also just want to buy one for me too so i can like try it you know it's like i'm gonna give this wine away but i'm never gonna know what it tastes like whereas his wine george washington's or whatever it was it's like mm -hmm. it, it would be perfect because you you probably almost guarantee it's gonna taste like shit so you don't ever really want to try it so it's just like it's just gonna sit on your shelf forever right yeah 
think there's a lot of wines like that. They're collectors, but never, never. Done. Yeah, very true. And those are probably the most expensive ones. The yeah. ones that are never drunk. Or like you said, the ones with like the history of like, oh, this was for a king of France. So it's like this was sank yeah, exactly. and like now it's not found or mm-hmm. kind of cool thing like that. Damn. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah, you, cool. oh yeah, on the, um, your experiments and stuff like that. Do you have a big mm-hmm. say in what you work on next, or is it mostly coming down from like your broth or whatever? So it it's a bit of both. Um, really, like, there's kind of an expected plan um, that makes sense for me, but and and. You'll certain like my prof- my professor will certainly make um, suggestions that I basically follow. <laughs> um, but if I if I were to come to him and be like, I want to do this, he would let me. Cool. Um, and encourage it. Damn. Because yeah. I, I mean I've done that. Like, well, for instance, like when I was interested in doing some psilocybin research, I went and talked to him about it and he was like okay cool i'll work on getting it on our um animal use protocol and it took a while and it was really too difficult because apparently it's a really well controlled substance but we have it now we can use it so does that mean that you guys like then contacted somebody who was just growing like psilocybin but like for the government sort of thing uh yeah so there's labs that produce it Hmm. um i wonder what they use it for like there's like there's like licensed there's licensed labs that are like paid by the government or I don't know if they're paid by the government actually because we have to pay for it but um I I guess they're licensed to make all sorts of different lab grade chemicals that can be alert that can be illegal now you just have you have to have a license to produce it and you have to have a license to to use it in experiments um so like that's that's how our like labs will get cocaine and methamphetamines and all that stuff will be per, like professionally produced in these super like high Damn. security labs That'd be and a cool it's job. really like to use those chemicals in the research is really um locked down as well because like right. we we use ketamine we use ketamine quite a bit um in one of our or one of one of the experiments we do um and when you use it you have to write down exactly how much was used and how much is left in the bottle mm-hmm. and at the end of like once you're out at out of ketamine and you need to get more um it's like audited like the, mm-hmm. it's like a it's a system where the they inventory sure that yeah exactly i gotta make sure that it's you're not slaying ketamine from the labs use yeah and like we can't like we have thc as well and we, we're not allowed to throw out the thc right. it has to be injected like its purpose is to be injected into rats so like if we have extra that expires we literally <laughs> have to inject it into a rat Holy. And kill the rat <laughs> because if like, you throw it out, you like, it's, it's not gonna. There's a chance it could fall into like the hands of somebody else or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, THC is weird because it's like even the. Um, what is it? Is it like a liquid? Of, uh, yeah. It's well, it looks kind of like the like weed oil. Like weed oil, yeah. Um, except it's even more pure. So yeah, right. it's like Damn. it's still kind of yellowy, but it's more Damn. like a liquid. Um. But uh, it, um, 
Oh yeah. So one thing is kind of funny is that when you inject it into a rat, uh, it's in the rat's blood, right? And then if we take a sample of their blood, that's now considered like narcotic. <laughs> so, so we can't like transfer it around or anything, or else we're like moving drugs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so what do you do with it? You have to like on a sink. <laughs> uh, no, I, I like because we take blood samples if we were going to get it analyzed. So I, mm. I'm not actually sure how uh, either you have to analyze it at the university that you're working at um or you probably are able to get some kind of um exemptions for for moving it as well but it's pretty wild it's all very very well controlled structure it's actually like it's way harder to get uh cannabis as a researcher than it is for somebody off the street <laughs> oh definitely i think that goes for i mean like for the most part like every drug right that's the whole reason yeah, as to why true, drugs but... are on the street. Yeah, although it's funny with cannabis because like cannabis is legal, <laughs> right? Yeah, fair point. But yeah, and you can use cigarettes um, in your. You can just go buy some cigarettes, yeah. right? Yeah, that's weird. Um, that's really weird. although they there is there is like there is um standardized uh reference cigarettes. It's probably just way expensive though. Or more, yeah. That's that's better to use in in research so if you were to like finalize a study you'd probably have to use those right or something like that like if you wanted to like yeah or i mean it just adds power to like i who knows how accurate the cigarette like i i guess because cigarettes are already quite controlled they're going to be relatively mm, yeah um, fair point consistent. but that being said like if we um we're looking at ordering cigarette smoke extract from this company in the states right now and they use reference cigarettes. Right. Uh, and just because it, it's got to be so consistent for mm -hmm. research. It's kind of a, it's a next level in terms of consistency that is required. Damn. And I'm kind of working in a kind of a gray area in that regard, too, because I'm using a lot of jewels. Mm -hmm. And jewels are not consistent. Like, they're plus or minus 10%. Right. They're still new and all that kind of stuff. Content. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But, I was just kind of thinking, I was like, man, if I was like, if I like cooked math for the government, I would totally own that job. You know, like I'd put like every, like LinkedIn, <laughs> you know, like professional math cooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think um, the other lab that I work in, the Murray lab, um, we are looking at getting um, meth for some studies. I wonder if like those people that know how are like more under government scrutiny of just like, like, hey, you now know how to cook like the world's best math. Like, we're gonna watch you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that's true. Probably. Um, it also comes down to like, uh, comes down to the technology you have. Um, right. I think like when it comes to really high purity, high grade stuff, yeah, it, true. It often has to do with how how much money you have behind you. Um, and so you'd have to like get all that kind of stuff, right? Through and at that channels. point, you're, I guess, you're getting pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it's not like you go home with your knowledge and make like ninety nine <laughs> point. It's not like Breaking Bad. You need like a crazy lab, like well, like well, later. They kind of did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Later on, when they have like 
super. I wonder if anybody's stuff. done a comparison and be like, yeah, that you probably could actually cook this pretty close in a trailer, you know, or like, no, it's actually not possible. We should try it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I I don't know. Certain certain drugs probably are easier than others. I I don't really. Well, know. like weed, you can grow weed in like oh. a tent in a fan. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, and if you're like really attentive and. <laughs> Do everything right, you can probably produce really high quality. I would think. Hmm. Maybe if you had like, yes, I don't know. At a certain point, I think you still need to have like special lights and special, um, yeah, stuff to get like the highest, the highest grade of anything. Only well, gonna be like sterile and like all that kind of stuff. Like it would be probably not yeah. even worth the amount it would take to even produce it. You know. Yeah, that's right, and and I think. Two is at a certain point, there's like quality control is another huge aspect of it, which probably doesn't get done in illegal operations because they don't really care as much. Well, they, like, they basically they might take like, it yeah, and then chop it up anyway. Super, it's super pure. It's like, what's the motivation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make a super pure, like, that's true. As long like it doesn't really matter for the end user most of the time if it's 96 or 99%. Well, by the time I'm assuming I've never done it, but by the time it's <laughs> never gets bought to, math, but. <laughs> By the time it probably gets to some end users, you're probably looking at like four percent math and just like yeah, ninety percent other stuff. Yeah, it doesn't cut with all sorts of stuff. Yeah, even weed is really um starting to be. Well, look at just all the like overdoses spice. and stuff like that, right? Like the fentanyl and like, damn, all that other nasty yeah. stuff that's happening. Yeah, although I mean, with fentanyl, like the people were. A lot of people that are overdosing are using fentanyl. It's not like they're mm. supposed, like thinking they're using something else. Right. They know it's fentanyl. That's crazy. It's just that fentanyl's really, really hard to dose. Yeah. Damn. I thought like, but how like, do you even dose it at all? I thought it was like one grain will just kill you anyway. You or you just delete the one grain. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you have Holy. to delete the one grain. You wouldn't buy it in one grain quantities. Right. You would buy it in some other medium. I'm, I'm assuming. Jeez, that's um. Right and then you're, you're, then you're trusting the person that produced it to yeah. have it dosed properly. That's wild. Yeah. Rolling the dice like every single time. No thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently when people overdose, um, uh, people will often go looking for that exact. Right. That, that's what I heard. It's like, oh man, it drug was really good. It's, the good. it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's that's drug. what the draw was to do it in the first place. It was like, well, like, put fentanyl cut it with all that stuff it's like oh gets people higher and then i was like man that kind of like you're just kind of killing your customers though you know like <laughs> yeah that's that's true but i guess you know that's um, i don't i mean i don't think it's the drug dealer's intention to kill people either yeah true um they just don't know it's just it's yeah and it's i think cheaper. It's, it's cheaper yeah it's cheaper and it's i mean it's still i mean every drug is a high risk anyway like yeah. if you're selling heroin to people you're not super interested in end user <laughs> yeah true um, just once they pay you you're like okay sweet so if you're like hey i can get you just as high on a smaller amount and and it's cheaper for you i mean you, who knows maybe better for everyone i don't know <laughs> it, if it doesn't kill you makes you stronger. the perfect world <laughs> yeah oh let's pivot yeah, from this conversation it was a freaky man <laughs> yeah it's insane 
I wonder, like, um, so, like, would you would the end goal with like the stuff that you're trying to study and stuff like that would be like human testing, like, like what, like, how do you get from mice to like the next level? Like, what is the next level after that? So it depends on on what you're interested in. So, um, when it comes to like medications, uh, it's often like kind of travel. It goes from the route of like rat to well, I, I guess there's different routes, but it kind of starts in animals and then goes to humans. A lot of the research I'm doing is actually kind of reverse. It's like we'll see something in humans and we'll see mm -hmm. epidemiological evidence of something. Try to figure and out we want to know the we want to know the neural underpinnings of what's going on. We want to know what's going on in the brain that's causing this. Um, or even if it's a result of the brain and not a result of like cultural aspects. Mm -hmm. um, like, for instance, with mine, it's like we see that uh e-cigarettes are super popular among adolescents so is there a reason for that is it just that their marketing is really good towards adolescents um that's definitely part of it uh but it also seems to be that adolescents are more vulnerable to nicotine mm -hmm. addiction right right so brains we can't really yeah and so we can't do we can't give a bunch of nicotine to uh a child and then cut their brain open and see what's going on inside um not yet it's unethical <laughs> that's right so yeah so i mean the, that's the benefit of using rats is that we can we can put probes into mm -hmm. their brains and we can you know we can actually take brain tissue samples and we can study the concentrations in their brains we can inject them with viruses that mm -hmm. express certain proteins that allow us to look at the neurons while they're firing. Um, there's all sorts of uh, strategies you can take for understanding what's going on in the brain of an animal that cannot be done in a human. Right. Humans, you can you can do MRIs, um, but MRIs only tell you so much, yeah, and you it's can't, really like, really inject them with stuff and then just like take things right after yeah. or whatever. And I mean, so uh, we're actually going to be doing MRIs um, in a couple months Damn. with our rats. Yeah. To get some samples. Uh, to look at <laughs> samples of what? Or like, like we feed the, the artificial intelligence. Yeah, true. Pretty sweet. Actually, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of using like, we'll see. Um, but uh, with, so with MRIs with an animal, I mean, we can, we can take, you know, eight rats and we can give them the exact same amount of nicotine while they're in adolescence we can give that same amount of nicotine to adult rats while they're adults <laughs> wait the same amount of time uh, so that the adolescents can grow up and then scan them scan both groups in mris and directly compare their brains so you can see you you per have like a perfectly balanced experiment uh, there's no way for uh, results to hide or results mm. to be the result of something else right you can perfectly understand whether whether the nicotine in adolescence is affecting their brain development into adulthood we right. have like a perfect control rather than if we were doing it with humans it would be like okay we have to find people that have been exposed to nicotine in adolescence but we don't know how much we're mm -hmm. just going to have to ask them and hope that they tell us the truth yeah and hope that they remember properly and we're going to have to do that in such a way that doesn't um, 
that does that controls for socioeconomic status and race and gender right. and yeah. all um, that stuff. Like, there's so many aspects that you have to control for. Well, like with a rat, you so basically you have to be like, you, you eat the exact same thing every single day, the same amounts for all of these things. Like exactly, everything is identical. They're the same size. They're the same species of they're the same rat, base essentially. Um, similar at least. I mean, there's really cool. always going to be differences. So you're basically it's basically the same way... as like pro like like in computers and all that kind of stuff. Like anything, you're just finding patterns. You're just like, okay, let's just try to make this pattern as much as we can, just replicatable and yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, and so we, we just have way, way more control over an experiment when you use animals, and it's way, way cheaper. Um, and uh, it depends on the research, but certain neurological uh, features and structures are highly conserved between rats and humans. Um, and reward and addiction are, are very primitive um, aspects of behavior mm -hmm. that don't really change that much i mean we we have um more more developed social aspects uh, to our reward system most of that isn't most of that isn't divergent in terms of the lower level reward it's more like uh or that our frontal lobe has developed in such a way to take advantage of that and take advantage of the lower levels um in order to apply it to other areas so mm -hmm. like those the lower level structures in the brain are still very similar um and there's been lots and lots of work that's been done to to ensure that that's true and to and to know what differences there are because there are differences right um we just want uh we want to know that like certain neurons are uh, neurons of different types are going to be in similar concentrations in similar regions and which regions correspond to which regions in the human brain mm. and um, it's a little bit harder when it comes to um, more, not necessarily newer structures, but more developed structures in humans, like, like frontal lobe areas. Um, right. When it comes to like frontal cortex, and there still is a lot of overlap, um, but you have to be a little more careful. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Very cool. It's like if you if you look at a rat brain and you look at a human brain, the, the frontal frontal cortex is like really small in a rat right really big in a human yeah 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 <laughs> it's more difficult but but even still like the rat has differentiated regions in the frontal area mm -hmm. of the brain well and i guess with like that your correspond, that correspond to certain aspects of human behavior and so you, yeah i mean there's all sorts of stuff with um uh, we could talk about what things mean but like optogenetics and chemogenetics um, are different strategies for turning on and turning off certain parts of the brain and seeing how it affects behavior. Right. Um, that correspond that can be done in rats that can't be done in humans, um, but correspond to similar things that happen in humans that get brain damage in those regions. Right. So with the whole like effort of like cloning things, especially with regards to like animals and stuff like that, that must be like one of the best things possible in for somebody like in your position where you're just like, holy crap, like I can get the exact same or i guess maybe you wouldn't want always the exact same thing because then you have like you know the same seed that you're using over and over again sort of thing is that kind of yeah so it, um like you do still want on, to make sure that you're on not, the field yeah. depends on the field you're in because a lot of people want to look at genetics and you don't necessarily want every rat to be identical if you're looking for particular differences mm -hmm. in genetics um the other thing is cloning is not really done 
um, for this type of research. And that's for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's probably quite expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> and hard to do, whereas like just breeding rats is much <laughs> yeah. easier. Um, but the main thing is that clones, clones do not have the same properties as the thing they are cloned from. Necess- uh, so let me think of a better way to explain that. Um, Dolly the sheep, for instance, like the first mm-hmm. clone sheep, did not live very long. And that's because uh, when you clone something, you're you're taking a, you're taking a cell and reverting it into a different cell, mm-hmm. and uh, so you're, you're just making you're it super weak, like a, essentially. Uh, not necessarily. It's more that it's more that uh, when you reproduce, when you have like a very brand new um, little life form, it has brand new cells mm-hmm. that are kind of starting at the beginning. Um, and as they develop, they age. And when we take a cell from another, from an animal and try to clone it, it's still technically old. You're taking like, say Dolly was a three-year-old uh, sheep and you reverted it back into a, a viable cell that could that could uh, be implanted and and uh, fertilized and whatnot. I'm not sure if they. I, I I'm assuming they turn it into like an egg-like mm-hmm. cell. Um, that cell is still technically three years old. Right. So I it, see. It's uh, its telomeres are three years old, and it's like its internal structure is still like an old cell. And so when when that's born, it's not a baby. It's like a like a Benjamin Button kind of thing, hmm, you know. It's interesting. Like a, like a three-year-old baby. So it's like it's like it's got the, the uh, yeah. Okay, I, that makes sense to me. I mean, it doesn't make it's sense to me. Gonna, but it makes sense. It's not going to live as long because yeah. it's already kind of older. Which is why, it's like, we can't really life. like like just regen like our cells. We get older even though we we regenerate quite a bit, sort of thing, right? Like, yeah, that's right. So like like we don't entirely understand aging at this point. Um, there's lots of um, lots of contributing factors that we know contribute. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly how it happens. Um, but what does cause aging continues in, in the cells that you use for cloning. Damn it. You can't, you, it's not like you're making a brand new starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're tricking nature, you're tricking the system to kind of, you're kind of fudging it, make it work. But it's not a true seed. It's a right. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Would you go to Mars? Oh, interesting. No. Okay. In <laughs> one the, yeah. second, I just occurred to me though that it doesn't really happen with trees, because we uh, we I don't know if it's called what is it called uh, new propagate. Oh, like when you take one. Tree and then you make it into another one, crossbreed. Like, uh, no, sorry. When you when you uh, when you take part of a tree and then attach it to another tree. Yeah. Um. I'm looking that up because I want to know tree anatomy. Like, like apples, for instance, are not like if you take a gala apple and you plant the seed, it doesn't grow a gala apple tree. Hmm. It grows a random ass 
apple tree. <laughs> so like every gala apple has come from the same tree that has been propagated across the planet. Right. Hybrid seeds are developed by plant breeders. No, Cross-pollinating. I mean, it's... No, that's no. not. What? Oh. <laughs> it's not. It's like, it's okay. It's like, it's so... Um, they use it in, saying, in, uh, you, like, you like in weed too. take like a in weed. They call it. They call them clones. Clones. Right? Yeah. You just take like a branch and you can plant it, um, and it grows a new plant. But it's not. It's not a brand new plant. It's the same plant that's just like continued growing separately, but different. Like right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know what it's called. Um, Are you sure it's not just called a seed? <laughs> oh, it's not called a seed. Like cloning plant. Um, geez. cutting plant cutting. I don't remember what it's called. No, budding. You... Grafting. It's like mer It's like grafting. Grafting. Like well, grafting is grafting is like what it's called. At least when you when you take take part of an apple tree. Like if you take part of a gala apple tree and you can graft it to another tree and it'll continue to grow mm -hmm. okay that's, that's not the that, right that's what i'm talking about though it's like with with certain um plants that's how you continue to have the same type of fruit right um it's like apple seeds if you plant like a thousand apple seeds none of them will ever come up gala it'll always come up a brand new type of apple that's insane <laughs> Yeah, like they don't pass on the type of apple to the next tree. What? So like you don't you don't plant if you're planting an orchard of gala, you don't get gala seeds and plant them. You get a gala tree and you cut off the branches oh. and graft them to other trees. I see. Right, right, right. Oh, that's freaky. Every gala apple has come from one tree. But that must mean that eventually that cycle does eventually that one of those so like how many generations does it take until gala is back in the mix, you know? never because it's always a brand but then the it's not chicken like, and egg situation like what was the first apple so the, okay so <laughs> if you so no this is this is actually really interesting with apples so i use apples or i'm using apples as the example because like this is not yeah. necessarily true for every fruit right. but with apples when you plant an apple seed you do not know what kind of apple will, like there is no kind of apple right. it, you will get a random apple that is no that is no that type anything. of apple like it's a new type it's a brand Whoa. it's a new type of apple every time damn and initially when they were first coming out with like apples for eat like initially when they planted tons and tons of apple trees it was for making cider it was not for right eating. uh so but they didn't care everyone but every once in a while you'd get a really nice apple tree and you're like damn <laughs> and and they would market them and they would sell like the tree, not necessarily the apples. And like the people would pro like, propagate. Yeah, they propagate that tree. So mm. like every single like Macintosh apples, Gala apples, Honeycrisp, they all come from one tree that has been like breaking, broken apart and propagated. And then those trees have been broken apart and distributed. So that means we can find the original apple tree if it's still alive. Or maybe I guess you could. Probably not still alive. <laughs> But not oh okay it's apple not. tree, whoa! I mean every every one of those trees is the original apple tree. <laughs> that's so freaky. Part of it. That's why that's the, that's what I was thinking though is that 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 tree isn't aging. 
Yeah. Why doesn't that tree die? Do trees not age? Do they die from? They die from for other reasons. Dude, that's that's kind of free to think about because, like, like you said, it's like it's the same tree, but it's just growing and gr- like it never ends growing. That's that's kind of yeah. messed up, man. <laughs> that's it. Also, makes me wonder about like transplanted organs, um, or like a, if you were, if you were to like get an arm transplanted onto your arm, mm-hmm. would you slowly? Re- I guess you'd slowly replace all the cells. Yeah, I think you probably would. Cells? Like eventually would be like what is it every seven years or something is that what the thing is all yeah. of your cells are like refreshed or whatever i'm like yeah. um Damn. yeah we, we need to we need to become tree people basically if we want to live forever yeah we, so maybe we should just like start grafting um apple trees onto our bodies yeah i think that's a good idea <laughs> we gotta find some to, to fund that I'm going to start injecting apple juice into my veins. No, all you have to do... I'll give you an, I'll give you an update. <laughs> we know. All you have to do is just eat the seeds and they just grow inside of you, right? Like, well, Don't do that either because apple <laughs> seeds have cyanide in them. Oh, yeah, but like a very small amount, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know how many apple seeds you need to eat to fuck you up. <clears throat> you find Hundreds, that out. Thousands? You want to try out? <laughs> Let's make a test of it. Like Let's the whole see. nutmeg experiment? Let's just see how much nutmeg it takes for us to get fucked up. <laughs> you go first. Yeah. Right. So, um, okay, Mars. Did you go to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, no. <laughs> um, what is the deciding factor that would make you be like, yes, like if you could guarantee your survival, that's it? Yeah. Or like, what about I, the amount so of time it at takes? At this point, so at this point, like, okay. There's a few reasons I would not want to go to Mars. One is that it's your inevitable doom. You're going there to die on Mars. Yeah, true. And you're going to work your ass off because it's <laughs> not like it's not like you're going there to just like watch the progress. You're going there to build. <laughs> there is and no work progress without so you. So hard. You're going to work so hard until you're not able to work anymore. And then I don't even know what like what <laughs> happens when you're like 70 and you're like you, you don't retire. You just keep working and they give you <laughs> give you drugs or some shit until you die and then they bury you they don't even bury you they just throw you out the window <laughs> onto mars cut like, off the oxygen <laughs> even if i was to be the first person on mars I, I don't really like i don't really care about the whole making your mark on history kind of thing because like once you're once you're dead, the rest of history goes by in <laughs> yeah in literally like there's no passage of time right so <laughs> like as soon as you're dead it doesn't matter whether you remembered for five minutes or five hundred yeah. billion trillion years it's like that is instantly gone true gone yeah. by yeah you so have like, no notice of it once you're toast yeah so like the only thing it's for is like your kids. Yeah, or like future um, generations, of and people. like they don't, and like them having a famous dad isn't super important to me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd rather they just like enjoy their lives. I guess so, it depends on how you want to be remembered across other people. If you want to, if you like, if you want your life to be like talked about, you know, because I guess like when you die, you die, but like then you still live on through stories and stuff like that, right? Your legacy, right? Yeah. It's your legacy. But everyone's legacy will be erased at some point. It's like, 
like because that's the thing is that, like it's it's people's way of trying to like deal yeah. with immortality or mm-hmm. deal with their mortality is trying right. to have like an immortal aspect of them that lives on after they die um like i've carved my name to so many trees like i'm pretty much famous so. <laughs> well, there you go I, but like like everybody wants to do that right leave their mark on yeah. history i would love to leave my mark on history just in terms of like making the world better but i like whether it's attached to my name or not yeah true i'm after I die, it doesn't really matter. Um, and even while I'm alive, it doesn't really matter. Like, like maybe it would be nice to get some recognition, but really, that's just for me. That's not for the world. Creating um, an existential crisis with me right now. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I like to me. I think the whole idea of like creating your legacy or creating your, you know, your mark on history, like, make it like. <clears throat> I just want to do a bunch of cool shit, you know. Whether yeah, exactly. whether there's legacy I, I like or not, to, that'd be pretty. I cool. like to enjoy my time here, and I'd also like to leave. I'd like to not. It doesn't have to do with leaving a historical mark. It has to do with leaving like a mm. like, an, like a positive mark. Yeah, just a positive mark. So who in your mind would be somebody that like that you'd be like, man, that person did it right, you know? Oh, I mean, really, the the perfect person would be someone I don't know. I don't remember them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but I see. I don't think that's no, true. Not necessarily. necessarily... No, no. I, I know. I, I think like fame. Well, certainly fame can help you leave a larger mark too, right? Um, like the persona of Elon Musk. Certainly, mm. <laughs> we always talk about Elon Musk, but we uh, always like his persona is going to have positive effects on his ability to create momentum in terms of the type of change he wants to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. And I guess he's kind of a good example because he just wanted to do cool shit at one point too. He's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do some cool stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, the stuff you're doing is being noticed. And he's just like, I don't care. Like, I just still want to. And then his fame is just his platform of reaching more people to help his goal, which is pretty sweet in my opinion. So. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at like Einstein like, too, if you same think thing. Of... Yeah. I think the realization that time is, you know, I mean. Finite doesn't yeah the time well or that it's not finite (laughs) like it's finite for us but not for the rest of the universe like all of human existence is just a you know a tiny tiny little microcosm of time yeah in terms of the 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 great expanse of things like 100 years is nothing so like yeah exactly so like the fact that we remember einstein like who knows if anyone's going to remember who einstein is a thousand years from now even though true one of the biggest contributions to science ever or or you know you can go back as far as you want mm-hmm. you know what i don't know who the first historical person is probably like like uh i don't know gilgamesh or some shit <laughs> yeah um most people don't know who gilgamesh is but he was like Got a great name one of the <laughs> like the first human like one of the first kings in the in in recorded history like 2100 bc okay maybe it goes back further than that i don't know um but still i'm sure it does I'm sure it does um like i guess like egyptian pharaohs go back further than that i think they go to like ten thousand. let's see it's some freaking most people back then. most people don't know shit about any of those people yeah, or like even um, even like the next famous person to him, like maybe he had like a, a horse master who was like world renowned. <laughs> Nobody knows who the fuck yeah, that horse master exactly. was. Well, those people are gone, and and like 
yeah, I mean, you get to the point where it's like Greek, Greek philosophers, right? Um, those are some of the most remembered, but even those were almost forgotten um, to history. They were kind of re, uh, they were ended up getting translated and re exposed mm-hmm. to the rest of the world. Um, and they were not really known for a large portion of history. Very true. I was listening to a, an interesting podcast or interview of something about this. And it was just like humans are in a very interesting spot because we're recording all of our data on like, um, like USBs or whatever, like, you know, that kind of electronic file. But if there's ever a like huge issue or something like, like that's, <laughs> that's toast because then you, then you have like some new civilization comes here and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, I don't know how to use it. Right. It's so, like all of a sudden all that history where it's like, in cave paintings and stuff like that it's like oh yeah this is just some dude marking some shit on a wall you know it's like everybody can look at that and be like interpret it there how they want whereas if you have like a little digital file and you have no idea what that thing is like it's like bam and i guess on that on that note too maybe there's like maybe like rocks are like 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 a usb you know maybe like rocks contain information about stuff that we just don't know about right Oh yeah, I mean, even even if you think about a cave painting, like it can only go back so far, True. before the dyes break down or the rocks break down or there's weather that fucks it up. Like I it was on Reddit the other day, um, at and I think it's been known for a while, but like that Venus was probably not always the way it was. It was probably like a nicer planet, more Earth-like, hmm. a long time ago. Um. And that, you know, they think that there was like a sort of runaway greenhouse effect, that, a greenhouse gas effect that made it super hot and, and forsaken. And uh, there was some people commenting being like, oh, man, it would be so cool if like we went, sent something to Venus and they found like, like ancient civilization, ancient ruins of like Damn. pre-human civilization. But there wouldn't be anything, right? Like there wouldn't be any remnant left because it's been too long. Like, but what did there after, be? Like, you don't know after like dude there's uh, um i i read uh it's called the a brief history uh, what is it called brief history of everything yeah a bill bryson yeah and that book he says that it's estimated i i don't know where he got this number but he's pretty respected but it, it's estimated that in for um dinosaurs for fossils the average amount of bone that gets fossilized it's the equivalent of one bone in a billion holy shit that gets fossilized and if you think of that in terms of human civilization that's not that's not even enough for there to be a full human skeleton in all of the humans that have died damn so like there's just like, so much that have ever existed so like in a hundred thousand years like if all humans were to die right now There'd be no trace in a hundred thousand years, there would probably be no trace of us unless you use search the entire planet and manage to like put together like one human. piece like, that's, of bone. That's how that's how long the dinosaurs were around was like millions and millions of years for there to be just the number of fossils that we can find. That's crazy. <laughs> Humans have not been around long enough to even leave a fossil record. Damn. And yet we've destroyed the world so much. Yeah. <laughs> like something's gonna happen. We're all going to disappear and someone's be like, what happened between like 2100 BC and like now? Like what the fuck did they do? Like, 
Well, I mean, yeah, and it, I mean, it shows that, like, oh, I don't know if it shows, but there could have been other freaking civilizations yeah. that have just <laughs> become a, a layer of silt too thin to be picked up by the fossil record. It's pretty wild. But at the same time, though, we don't know that on Venus either. Like, we're assuming that a civilization only lasts a thousand years, but what if there's a civilization that lasts a million years on Venus or whatever? Yeah, or a, or a billion years even. Like, yeah, yeah then... And there might be fossils. Yeah, but even fossils, like fossils, a lot of fossils look like shit. It's true. Like fossils break down over time too. <laughs> but even if you were to find anything, um, that would be like insane, you know? Like, yeah. If you were to find probably, something, yeah. you'd be like, whoa, this is, this is weird. Well, I mean, that's what they're on Mars. They're looking for microfossils, right? right. So like microscopic little, anything. tiny little organisms. So take, them years. Probably, take them years. Like, there's a lot more decades. A lot more organisms. And organisms like tiny little organisms. There's like so so many. And there's they've been around for so long. But I think they're more common. Right. But uh, yeah, that's like one of the mm-hmm. things the new rover is gonna be looking for is tiny little fossils. That's be so cool. Man, I I really, really wish or want like them to find tiny little fossil that'd be that'd be insane i don't know why why don't they just send like a million of those things up there you know like they just send one man oh that's so sad why don't we just invest more money like come on isn't this doesn't everybody know this is really freaking awesome yes no unfortunately like they i don't know it's like do you want to spend money on education or do you want to spend money on true we need people to be educated to, in the state, to learn what the hell is coming back from. Yeah, exactly. In the States, they're like, no, we're not going to take money out of our military budget. Like, <laughs> it has to come out of the stuff that's clear. Like, it's yeah, either education or space. Stuff. Which one do you want? Do you want education or do you want space? Yeah, because we need a military. Exactly. That's so sad. So we have to have... Right. Yeah. You know how much we could do if, like, it wasn't like that? Like, if the world was just, like, copacetic with each other? Yeah. Like, everyone was just like okay no more yeah. no more spending. let's just spend all of our money on, on other stuff yeah oh man yeah i know it, the things we could accomplish if everyone agreed unfortunately like you can't even get that to happen within a single country so even a single company it. sometimes holy yeah true saying freaking ego why is ego gonna be a thing it's not just ego though it's also like i just the the order of ideals that you or like yeah true the order of importance you put on ideals right right somebody's gonna say this is more important Makes somebody's like no this is more important i'm fortunate that the things that we're yeah, exactly. arguing that are important are like probably not important <laughs> yeah or i mean there'd be yeah i don't know be enough money for everything if <laughs> stop killing each other yeah exactly worrying about people. other people <laughs> yeah well there's all that's the problem there's always going to be like a bad actor right there's always yeah. going to be like everyone decides to put that to destroy all their weapons and then they're like oh well we just found like an underground secret Stash plant in weapons. china yeah yeah it's like okay so nobody is making weapons but china well shit, like, okay, we better well, all start we making weapons, weapons again yeah <laughs> yeah exactly no one's no one's gonna actually do it <laughs> that's so wild i would love to see a is there is there a uh like is an ant an example of a perfect like 
civilization, you know? Like, is there a civilization where that doesn't exist? Or is it most uh, civilizations where, except for humans? <laughs> where, where what doesn't exist? Like, that whole, like, like, is there a civilization or an entity, I guess, that's, like, no matter what, it's always for the greater, like, ants, for example. Like, do they all, do they, is there a bad ant that just, like, comes around and fucks things up? Or is it just, like, no, all ants just want to, like, make everything happen? Well, I mean, ants probably are a terrible example because I think they put like almost all of their energy into protective forces okay. <laughs> and like mili- okay. they're like are at, they are a military complex that okay, are okay. combating each other all the time. Okay, but, but even then, I guess okay. So I guess maybe, yeah, hmm. yeah. Like the in terms of like natural selection, the thing to do is to have defenses. Like yeah. that is the way to do it. Because I guess it's will, in our blood like, is like you with, need. with natural selection, there is always going to be a bad actor, like genetically, not maybe not with humans, but with like lower levels. Um, if you have an animal that is born that is more selfish, right, it will succeed in an environment that that, that if there is an environment that 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 like everybody is a good actor, yeah, one will be born that can take advantage of the system, yeah. and that one will multiply more and they will be the ones that win so if there's like, like an they'll alien, be the ones that, that propagate more like an alien race That's why, like selfishness yeah. selfishness is like a very very deep-rooted aspect of genetics right because it's from survival um, right yeah and and uh, most of our behaviors can be found to be selfish even even if it's not like um necessarily like even if you're not conscious of it Right. And even if it's like in the long run, maybe it helps your, I don't know, helps your genes that are in other people. So we found like an alien your race. Gene, your that, genes are distributed. That was just not, not based around that at all. That would be pretty wild, you know? Like, like they just don't. I guess we can't even really conceptualize it because that's all we know is like the, the world, the earth as we know it is like a competitive thing where it's like you don't win, you lose. Whereas like if we found like an alien race that like were born and they just didn't need to anything to survive except for themselves like that would be the most optimal way of getting shit done right if you don't need anything you're just just like yeah freaky yeah although it's not necessarily then it's not necessarily survival of the fittest it's like production of the fittest right like certain if if something multiplies more and more to use like um i don't know i guess like <laughs> it like something something can be completely self-sufficient right um but if it doesn't like, I, there's I guess no reason for it to be self-sufficient it like wouldn't know i guess or like well if there's other species that aren't self-sufficient um then you're screwed right like <laughs> yeah. like like if you you can be an algae that just all it does is go synthesize, but if some other species evol- evolves to be able to use the energy of the algae, they'll that just eat the algae. Mm. Like you're screwed, right? And and then like there's a sort of um what would be the word a uh, compulsory aspect to life that has to either like you can either die or you can not evolve (laughs) yeah um 
or <laughs> trying to think how, but that would just how... be in our in the universe of that we know like what if there's some sort of like like thing that just doesn't work on that same spectrum you know it's just like like they're always mutually beneficial no matter what you know it's just like what how does that even work i don't know I, i'm not sure if there is a system <laughs> that can be like that like i think every system requires some kind of um that randomness like has to produce mm. uh things that take advantage of a system yeah okay that makes sense if you if randomness produces something that doesn't take advantage then they are taken advantage of right right yeah yeah they're adapting. so like you would have to have in in order to have a system that that um that develops uh to the point of being perfectly in balance with all the other systems it would have to be designed right from the beginning right. and then even and and it would have to be designed in such a way that it couldn't that it didn't have something like dna that can randomly alter it to change but it would have to get to that point so it would have to have something like that Holy. it would have to evolve to the <laughs> it would have to it would have to get dna in such a way that that it can evolve into something complex enough that we would even consider it life yeah. and then it would have to and then it would somehow have to be uh also um <laughs> It would have to be organized in such a way that that it doesn't compete and kill all the other aspects right. of it. This, this <laughs> giant system, which maybe I mean maybe that's just one organism. If there's no competition, it's just one giant organism. And then that organism would have to unevolve the ability to <laughs> evolve. That's so weird. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Well, my brain maybe is in a computer officially mush. <laughs> We, maybe we maybe we could design an artificial intelligence that like you and me that could be yeah. like that. yeah you and me on one Saturday that'd be sweet one Saturday <laughs> we'll live stream yeah, one Saturday we're gonna create the perfect <laughs> example of life and <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not gonna kill us it's no. gonna yeah, it's, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Then is that is that in no even in a universe where that is possible, we exist that are not like that, and so we'd fuck it up. Yeah, yeah or we'd get eaten up. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn, it would have to be a closed system to the entire universe. Freaky. With no, it would have to be like no inputs, no outputs. In <laughs> yeah, no inputs. Yeah, and at that point, what even is life? It's not even a life <laughs> yeah. form. It's just like dirt. I don't think there's any system even like in in the world even non-life that can forever exist self-sufficiently and that that sentence is even if there exists something that is non-life <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's no rock that will always be a rock true it'll eventually get demolished i guess if you scale yeah the microscope out like a billion 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 times you see like the universe as that one thing right like like eventually you go well, so you far go. away the perfect the perfect civilization is just the universe is us <laughs> we are the perfect civilization well like not us specifically <laughs> i know i'm definitely not <laughs> maybe just a bunch of elon musk so i would think that i would think that any alien civilization that is um sophisticated enough to create like interstellar travel probably has created artificial intelligence 
um, that they would send out first, right? Yeah, like they wouldn't do it themselves. And they'd probably do it so inconspicuously. They wouldn't like, they wouldn't, like do the journey no. themselves. They yeah, would just like a, like a Mars robot. To, like go and then, yeah. Exactly. yeah like Elon Musk. <laughs> really, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be looking for aliens. We should be looking for like probes. We should be looking for machines that are coming here and or, checking out our shit. Or Elon Musk. <laughs> like maybe he is the Elon probe. Musk? Yeah. He himself is. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of a probe. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, that guy is a robot. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's no, there's no, com- there's read, no conversation, I, no debate. I read this over that. That guy is. Yeah, I read, I read this thing, and it or was just possibly like, a lizard person. Lizard person too. Yeah, I'll take that. They sweat quite a bit. Um, I read this thing, and it was like, like you're so full of yourself if you think aliens would drive by Earth and just be like, yeah, not interesting, and then just, like, like they've probably swung <laughs> by and we're just like, yeah, these guys are just fighting each other. Never mind, I'm just going to continue on the path, find the next one. Like, Yeah, like, trying to figure out a place to land that isn't going to get them destroyed. <laughs> yeah, just like, no, this place is not. Like, the, these guys are just a bunch of ants just fucking around with each other. Like, nope, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Let's probably get back at it. Sounds pretty, good. Pretty good. Little chat there all over the place. That's <laughs> normal, but I like that one. Thought-provoking, <laughs> existential crisis-initiating, pr- and mind-melting conversation. Good stuff. Okay, well, I'll chat with you next time on the Jude and Ty the podcast. Jude and Ty podcast. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> it's intentionally bad. Still got to do an intro. Sponsored by SpaceX. And uh, and uh, sleeptime.ca, please. <laughs> Most, but mostly SpaceX. Mostly SpaceX and uh, Elon Musk. We're ready for an interview anytime. If you just wanted to, you know, we'll have my people reach out to your people. And he's actually he's actually asked to be on the podcast a couple of times, but we didn't really have time for him. Exactly. Yeah, his schedule doesn't quite work with ours. So um, we'll we'll get back to Elon. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Musk. Yeah, we'll try to make it work. Yeah. All right. Until next time.